0: once again, back once again, back once again, back once again, back once again, with the, beat, with the Benjamin Franklin said, the noblest question in the world is, what good may I do in it? That's why we need to understand and apply wisdom in all things, mind, body, and soul, and this short podcast helps you do just that. On this episode, judge not, you be the judge of that. We love straining gnats. John Blum says, our fallen nature is profoundly selfish and proud and often hypocritical, judging ourselves indulgently and others severely. We are quick to strain gnats and swallow camels, as it says in Matthew 23, 24. Quick to take tweezers to another's eye when we need a forklift for our own. Judge not. It's so useful. A ready-made defense for any occasion, which may very well be the reason why many believe that judge-not verse to be the one most widely misinterpreted verses. How convenient to be able to throw out a judge-not at the end of your judgment. Take, for instance, a yard sign that I saw. There are a few homes where I live that have this proudly on display. It says, kindness is everything. Black lives matter. Women's rights are human rights. Love is love. Climate change is real. No human is illegal. Okay, first of all, ice cream is everything, but I'm not going to go there. Obviously, a judgment has been made. Actually, a judgment has been made about a judgment and seems to be displayed in such a way that their judgment is not open for judging. Our misuse of this verse makes it very convenient. Judge not unless you're the one judging. John Bloom's quote takes us where we need to go to properly understand this verse, the judge not verse. In order to get the right understanding, it'll require us to get past the first two words. There is a rule of thumb that is helpful in this case. Read on, read often, as context and repetition bring clarity. The further we read and the more frequently we read it, the clearer things become. When we stop short, we become short-sighted and our understanding is stunted. So think about this. Is it judge not or is it judged correctly? Let's first apply the read on. Here's the portion of Jesus' sermon in context. Matthew 7, 1-5 says this. Judge not. That you be not judged, for with a judgment you pronounce you will be judged, and with a measure you use it will be measured to you. Why do you seek the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll be able to see clearly to take the speck Out of your brother's eye. Even after a cursory reading, it would seem that the intention is that we judge correctly, not that we refrain from judging. John MacArthur says Obviously, what Jesus condemned was the hypocritical judgment of those who held others to a higher standard than themselves were willing to live by. He was certainly not suggesting that all judgment is forbidden. In fact, Jesus indicated that taking a speck out of your brother's eye is the right thing to do as long as you first get the log out of your own eye, End quote. John Bloom provides an overview on judging correctly. He says this, Jesus takes judgment very seriously. He's the righteous judge. You can find that in 2 Timothy 4, eight, who is full of grace and truth, John one fourteen. He does not judge by appearances, but judges with right judgment, John seven twenty four. Every judgment he pronounces issues from his core loving nature, 1 John 4, 8. Therefore, when we judge, and Scripture instructs Christians to judge at times, 1 Corinthians five twelve, we must take great care that our judgment, like Christ's, is always charitable. So with that context, here are a few tips for judging correctly. Remember the golden rule. Tip number one. Judging would look entirely different if we simply keep in mind the golden rule. Do unto others. In fact, this approach would remedy a number of things that ail us. Approach the situation with humility and judge in a way that you would want to be judged. Tip number two. Innocent until yeah, proven guilty. The principles of the Sixth Amendment provide a good framework for exercising judgment. Be fair. Don't draw it out. Don't do it in secret. In other words, there should be due diligence in our due process. John Bloom says, The first way to take great care how we judge is to be slow to pronounce guilt when evidence is scant or hearsay or ambiguous. Tip number three, make restoration the goal. Even if we judge correctly, there needs to be a purpose. Will you and the other party be better for it? Bloom again says, When evidence does not confirm that a transgression has occurred, a second way we may take great care How we judge is to aim for restoration. 2 Corinthians 13.11 Tip number four, maybe judgment isn't necessary. Does the situation require your involvement? How are you responsible if you are required to be involved? If you're not required, don't hover. Bloom says, if we're not personally involved or are distant observers, we can still aim for the person's restoration by, if possible, not saying anything. A wise rule of thumb, the greater our distance, the greater our ignorance. Tip number five, be ready to receive judgment. Judgment goes both ways, so expect it and be ready to receive it. Diane Gottsman says criticism is a fact of life and a powerful training tool when we understand how to put it to use. Preparation includes being able to pluck out the truth from the feedback and determine to apply it accordingly that may require you to have to sift through any emotions to capture those nuggets that God is intending to use to help you grow, and be sure to discard the rest. Life requires that we are discerning, and in some cases, express our judgment. But what is not necessary is that we are judgmental. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast. You can check out other episodes and get the free download of Five Steps Toward Wisdom in All Things. It was the top five articles readers found to be the most interesting. You can get that and more. It's all at wisdominallthings.com.